guys, it's Kayla Lindsay, and we're here for Coffee Combos, and we have a special guest with us today who's our friend and producer, Susie. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hey. Do you feel violated that I'm, like, no. breaking the fourth wall? I feel violated that <laughs> your pop filter is, like, 90 feet from your mic. Really? Does it upset it's you? so far. <laughs> you know what? I think it's okay. It'll make me sound more soothing. You have, like, a naturally soothing voice. Thank you. Yeah. Well, here's the reason that I wanted to be here, because I love you guys. I love your show. I think you're fantastic. Thanks. Thank you. I wanted to harass you. Great. Because Susie's been (laughs) podcasting for a long time, way longer than us. I host the Brain Candy Podcast, and my co-host Sarah and I were on MTV for a while, but so we're reality kindreds. Right. Recovering. Right. I need a lot of therapy, <laughs> right? I need therapy. That's why we have to do this show. It's like we got to pay for the therapy, right? right? Absolutely. So I've been listening to your show, but I have a lot of questions. Okay, what's the question? What are, are the these questions? like commonly asked questions? <laughs> Is that this you like, like twenty-one questions? Is this? I just feel like I'm the voice of the listener. Okay, okay. Because you guys are in the public eye, but you're not going to push each other to reveal things. Oh my God. Reveal. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) No, nothing scandalous, but just sort of like what the inquiring minds want to know. Okay. Well, what do they want to know? Okay. All right. Let's start with this. You guys (laughs) talk. Kale. I'm nervous. Okay, let me ask you this then. Oh my gosh. Okay, okay so Why are all you... of a sudden this went from Susie wanted to hang out with us <laughs> First to she has Susie has ambushed us. Yes, she has a soothing voice because she wants to press us with the soothing voice to get us to reveal things. Yes. Is what no. it sounds like to me. Mm-hmm. No. This was I an ambush. Like this is, <laughs> this is a trick. It is. Kale and I are drinking Cokes and Susie's drinking wine. <laughs> no, I just feel like the listener wants to know. I think... The listener would want to know, for starters, why you're nervous. I'm you're not nervous. Reality star. I'm not you nervous. actually used the word nervous. Play the tape, people. I don't Play recall. the tape. I don't recall. You said, I'm it's nervous. It's recorded. I'm nervous of what you're about to say. Why? Because you... Because you want us to reveal things yeah, that people... Yeah, what are we revealing? That's, yeah. That was the nerve-wracking word, was Interesting. reveal. Interesting. Like, what are we going to reveal? Like, like, if we were a little bit more honest, everyone would realize, like, we're a lot more, like... Cool. No, more alike. (laughs) Like people. Oh, yeah. Like all people. All people. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody lives honestly. So you feel like you're just a regular gal? Fuck yeah. Really? I'm like so normal. I'm actually super boring, to be honest with you. Like I'm a homebody. I like to... When I'm at home, I would sit on my couch. Kale always says that when we have conversations, she's like, I'm so normal I'm not weird, but then she always tells me I'm so not normal and I am weird. What's that about? Reveal it. Reveal it to us. Yeah. What? I don't know because I don't feel like I'm weird. You are weird. But what's weird? Oh, yeah. You're definitely weird. Mm -hmm. How am I weird? It's hard to describe to someone who doesn't know you. Then do it. Well, you're You're adorable. Creature. For starters. I mean, there's no denying. You're beautiful. You're adorable, but you know, you've had an unconventional experience because you're on TV for starters. Yeah, but so is Kale, and she thinks that yeah, she's weird too. I'm not, but I have she no says weird she's habits. not weird. I don't do weird things. Oh, okay, well, you're both weird. I'm here to tell you that you're both weird. I bet Susie to sits and watches us podcast, and she <laughs> picks apart how- everything. 
we do everything. But also, she she was on your side about the toothbrush thing, which is weird to me. Oh, for sure, vertical toothbrushing. On yeah, the oh, I, on I the asked tongue. the photographers too that did photos for when? us. When? Why wasn't I there? Because I would have. Because <laughs> you were late. I wasn't late. You were. When? Today. Mm. She's always late. I'm not asked, always late. That's a lie. I asked the photographers today, and only one of the three people said that they brushed their teeth the way that you did, and the. Two the, people, their tongue, you mean? Yeah, their tongue. The two people that brushed the way that I brush my tongue mm-hmm. asked the girl who brushed hers the other way mm-hmm. how she even brushes it that First way. of all, I learned from that Twitter poll that we took last episode, you're not even supposed to brush your tongue. You're supposed to scrape, scrape it. Scrape it. I have a scraper. I have a tongue That's scraper. True. I have a, I have a because tongue you're just scraper. moving the germs around versus like scraping them off and rinsing. True. Oh, okay. Well, that changes everything. True. Game changer. Game changer. <laughs> do you have a tongue scraper? I don't, I and one. I should have. You do gotten one. Mm-hmm. I have one too. Well, we should use them. Yeah, we could do like a whole demo video on how to use them. I think that it says something that we're all doing this to begin with. That we're yeah. all conscientious enough about our oral hygiene to be attending to our tongue. Yeah, agreed. True. <laughs> we're I feel like we all have nice teeth. Mine are fake. But they're nice underneath. What do you mean, veneer? I have no prep veneers. There's probably stuff in them. What in the hell is that? They don't have to shave your teeth down. They just place the veneers on top of your whole tooth. No way. So you have giant horse teeth in there. Mm -hmm. They look great. Yeah, I have eight of them across the top. Get out of here. Just like mine. (gasps) Really? Yeah. Mine are just real. You have beautiful teeth. Thank you. I'm Mine wearing are so fake. I'm wearing uh It's fine. I'm wearing like Invisalign or whatever you call it. You I are? mean not like currently, like in this very moment. Oh. But oh, I have like have a permanent Invisalign? retainer. Yeah. No way. Why permanent? What the hell's going on in retention there? Retention is for life. When you get braces off, retention yeah. is life. Yeah. That's a real thing. What are you saying? I went I got braces as an adult. Mm-hmm. And because my teeth were like, oh my god, they were so bad. And um, I was made fun of as an adult with braces, so I was like, take them off. So he took them off, and he put the retainer in there, and he was like, for life, so you don't have to wear like an actual retainer. So now it just stays there forever. I've had my braces off for like four years. Yeah, but you can't floss back there. Yeah, but you use a threader to get... How would I ever even be coordinated enough to thread behind my retainer? You just do it. (laughs) But do you do it? I don't. (laughs) If we're being honest. Okay. Truth hour. Kale does not thread behind her retainer. We found out you can thread. Yeah, but I don't. She's not doing it because no. she because she can't. I can, I'm but just she lazy. Doesn't. She can, but she doesn't. I'm a lazy human being. Okay, Suze. So right. are you going to ask us? <laughs> Here's a hilarious story for you, Kale. Oh my god, Lindsay already knows it. Last night, Lindsay and I were like, "Hey, let's go get dinner, right?" Yep. So we go to the California Pizza Pizza Kitchen. For an did you get pizza? We did. The Calif- okay. And we thought, okay, this is a nice bond. We can bond. Mm-hmm. We can have a little chat. <laughs> we can have a little chit chat. I'll be damned if the manager didn't come over and kick, kick us, us out. out. Why? <laughs> we got kicked out. Wait, why? You didn't tell me this. He was like, um, pardon me, ma'ams. Uh, <laughs> ma'ams. <laughs> With an S we on it. We closed an hour ago. And our staff needs to go home. And I thought, well, that explains the vacuum that was happening. For the <laughs> we last had no idea what was that. going on. 
Well, because there was like more pressing things that were going on. I feel right. like we were super into our conversation. Conversa- Wait, so did you were, eat? We were we were sharing conversation. Oh, you just over were there for like before until mushroom after it was pizza. Cool. Ew. Okay, y'all both eat it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. super into it. Fun, but guy. like mushrooms have a weird texture. But okay, we were into it. It was we were so like good. Bonding about pizza and mushrooms, and then and then Susie took hers to go. <laughs> I was like, you bet your ass I'll take that home midnight <laughs> snack at my hotel. But here's the thing. We were talking about psychics and mediums and if we think they're true. What some do you of them. think? I think some of them are true and some of them are, they have a gift. They go. Some of them are fakes. Okay. How do you decide? I mean, if they're spot on, then they're, they probably are good at what they do. And if they're not and they pull things out of their ass, then they're fake. They're frauds. Have you ever been to a psychic? I've had tarot cards read, mm-hmm. which I don't know what is the difference. And I've also um, I've been to an astrologist. Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't been to one. I was on um, Susie, Susan Pinsky's podcast mm-hmm. last week, and they had a medium and um, an astrologist or astrology. What is it called? Yeah, an astrologist. Yeah, and she like read me my stuff. And then um, the medium. And it was accurate? The stuff that she said, yeah. But the medium, I don't know. I don't know how I felt about her. What'd she say? I don't know. She was, first of all, she thought I only had two kids and I have mm-hmm. three. So already you're wrong. And then she was saying like she felt like one was a girl. And I was like, no. So like she was just wrong. Okay. Maybe so she, she was just a fake? I think so. Fake or not? Like, yeah, or no? I don't know. Was she? I didn't really know her that well, so like I don't know. Like you don't want to call her a fake. I don't want to call her a fake because um, I don't know. Yeah, right. But she wasn't okay. accurate with your reading. She was not accurate with my reading. But for but I was you, like on the spot, Lindsay. You've so, had some good experiences. No, I have had oh. some bad experiences. <laughs> but the person that Kale and I like the whole story with how it all came about with us wanting to like even talk about mediums or anything like that was crazy how it all like started coming about and one followed us on our podcast Instagram Mm -hmm. and then I was just curious about it because I am Christian and I grew up Southern Baptist so that's like a definite no-no like you don't mess with that you don't mess with that stuff Mm -hmm. that's like witchcraft and like you don't mess with it Mm -hmm. but that woman's a Christian medium and I Mm. believe that that could be like a real thing because she believes in God and she told me she saw God before and that she's like seen heaven so but what what makes you like believe that? i believe that sh- that could be true i don't know like i just believe in god like i know y'all don't but like i do <laughs> and like i don't care don't say that i did not say that well kale does. i did kale said it <laughs> kale's said it. a heathen i have not stated okay that. well fine okay well i don't know what Susie. i don't know what Susie or Suze, whatever you want to call her <laughs> She actually told me to call her a doctor last night. She is a doctor. She has a PhD a in religious studies. Because she has a pale. You're welcome. She has a PhD, but that makes you a doctor. She told me to call her a doctor, and I'm like, I'm being your friend right now. I'm not calling you Doctor Seuss. <laughs> but that's adorable if you did, like Doctor Seuss. Fine, I'm gonna just do like it. Seuss, but Seuss. Seuss, yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. You need a book. You need to write a book. You are so right, Doctor Seuss. Seuss. Yeah. What have I been doing with my life? Even you didn't have us involved. I'm a genius. You guys are my life coaches. Yeah. Okay. I'm just here for the ideas. So, so back back to the medium. So I 
I believe <laughs> the person that I like have been trying to like pick her brain. I believe that she could truly be like a real medium. I think we should meet with her. But I don't want to like say her name. Why? Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to like put anything out we're gonna, there. We're going to do a medium party. Yeah. yeah, we're going to do a medium party. But I don't want to like say who the medium is. Mm-hmm. I really do believe some of the things that she has already said to me without giving me a reading is stuff that she couldn't even look up. It just doesn't exist. Okay, well, I want to see. I want to talk contact her. But then should we call a, her? Yes, we should. But like then on the podcast? Yes. Okay. I think we should. Or just have her like as a guest. I don't want I want to see what she comes up. Yeah, I guess in person or over the phone. I want to see or if she Skype or I want to see what she comes up with that you can't google about me because there's not much. Yeah, true. You can google pretty much anything. Like it would probably I don't know. Can I ask you what that's like? Because I think for the average listener, that idea of like being so Googleable mm-hmm. that pretty much everything about you is public is so foreign. And- it's weird because you can Google everything, but also that doesn't mean everything's true. So that like adds a whole other dynamic to it. I would say 90% of the stuff that you Google about somebody that's on reality TV is not true. It's like twisted or like enhanced in some way. What do you think is the biggest misconception about you? I have no family. And I would say that I people think that I used Javi for his military benefits and then cheated on him while he was deployed. And that's all... Not true. No. Because last time I checked, I brought him on Teen Mom. So I was already had established my brand and myself more so when he got onto it. And then I helped him join the military. And then I left him. And then. Yeah. It was not the process that was like. And I also do have family. I just. My family lives all over. And so like it's hard to get together. I only see them like twice or three times a year. And so like. And also, they don't want to film. They don't want to be associated with reality TV at all. It's just that my parents are a little fucked up. They're like, like, MIA. It's just like my parents. It's not my entire family. Does that make sense? Right. So, like, I have cousins and aunts and uncles and stuff, but they live far, and they don't want to be associated with reality reality TV. And what do they think about the fact that you're so well-known now? I have some family that's like, is it ever going to end? And then I have some family that's like, you know, milk it until it's dry. Mm -hmm. So it really just depends. They want to see me use it, my platform in the right way and not, I don't know. I guess like what the things that have been out, like it's twisted so much that they don't know unless what, unless they don't know unless it's something I tell them, but then they see it in the media and they just like, don't want to see that stuff. I don't know. It's weird. Well, and in your case, Lindsay, it's, it's strange because your family was the reason that you became involved with reality TV to begin with. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we all kind of became involved in reality TV together. It was all like, like at one time, mm-hmm. like everybody, n- nobody in my family had ever been on another show until we all did the, the show, show together. together. Yeah. So it was everybody all at once. And what is it like to be, you were an adult living your life and then you were in the public eye all of a sudden? So I always 
tell people that how it happened for me. I went from graduating college in a summer semester in July. We lost my grandfather in July. Um, I found out I was having a boy in July. I had gotten married the January before that July. And then we started filming our scissor reel for the show in August. So I never had really a chance from the time that I stopped going to school, like when I completed college to doing reality TV, it wasn't like there was even a chance to look for a job because it was like, this is what you're doing. Yeah. Just like jumping. It was so quick. And I was already pregnant when we started filming. So Jackson has always like known that. Yeah. All three of my kids were born into TV. TV. Yeah. And what do you feel when you think about like that, you know, it being so accessible that they can then Google it one day and see all of it? That's so hard for me because now it's like I look back on every single thing that I did and I'm like, shit. Because my kids can Google it one day and all I can do is hope that like the bad stuff is like so pushed far down to the bottom. You know what I mean? They're going to find whatever they want to find. And that's just like, I mean, I guess for us with our parents, internet wasn't really like a, a thing. thing. Yeah. <laughs> we say that all the time, a thing. So it's not like I would be like Googling my parents, but I guess technology is like the way of the world now. So they can find out anything everything. and everything about you. But I think it's just kind of raising them the best way that you know how and they're kind of going through all of this stuff with you and obviously you don't want them exposed to anything like super negative but at the same time it is life you know and it's kind of like you're just going through life everything that we're doing isn't any different than what any other you know normal human being out here is doing it's just magnified right because people know about it that's true i guess i didn't think about it that way I want to tell you about the FabFitFun box that I'm obsessed with. Um, You've probably seen them all over our Instagrams, but they're super cool because they're like a $200 value for $49.99 and they come with full-size products and different items every box. Right. So it's full-size products that could be anywhere from fashion, beauty, home, fitness, wellness products. My favorite is the mugs. The mugs? I collect mugs. Like that's a real thing in my house. Yes. And the last one had an Aisha Curry mug in there and it was Mm -hmm. really awesome. So I I love the FabFitFun boxes. They come four times a year Mm -hmm. and it's a a subscription. So it's literally like getting Christmas four times a year. It's just a little treat to yourself. You never know what you're going to get. I always feel like it's better than the next, but it's just because I'm getting a gift. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I'm just like shocked that it's there. But I know it's coming. Well, and now they have this super cool feature where it's called FabFitFun TV, and they have winter cooking and fitness videos that are live now. So if you go to FabFitFun.com and you're a member, you can have access to all that too. And we just got our boxes. We obviously love them. Use our promo code COFFEE to get $10 off of your first box. So that would be $39.99 for over a $200 value. Go to FabFitFun.com to subscribe and start getting the box for a well lived life. Again, go to fabfitfun.com and use our code COFFEE to get $10 off your first FabFitFun box. You are welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> so yeah, I saw the movie Coco and you said you saw it, Kel, with your 
Did you see it with your family? Yeah, I saw it with all yeah. my kids. And I was just... The, part of the film was about sort of the celebration or the... The Day of the Dead. Yeah, and the idea of like acknowledging people in your family that have come before you and things like that. And I don't know. I was just thinking about this idea of like, I don't know, the, the what has come before us as parents and whether, I don't know, if you feel like that in your life, this idea of like, there's a tradition and I have to acknowledge it or whether you feel like you're starting fresh. I think I'm starting fresh. Yeah. Especially because the dynamic of my family is so crazy. Yeah. I don't, I think I have to start kind of over. I have to start the traditions. But I feel like that's normal whenever you have your own children that you start your own traditions. Yeah. Like I think that's very normal to do that. And not follow along with what everybody else did just because that's what they did. Because it was a thing for them doesn't mean it's a thing for you. Yeah. Well, okay. So, like, right before we came on the air, we were talking about, I don't know, sort of our ideal partner. Mm-hmm. Right. And Lindsay and I feel like, you know, when we watch movies and TV and stuff, there's, like, this guy that's the ultimate guy. And we think, that's the kind of guy I want to be with. Yeah. And you said... Even if you're with somebody, you know, like... Yeah. You see these characters and you're like, oh my gosh, like, I could see myself, like, being in love with a person like that. No. And you don't have that. No. I've never seen a movie or something where I'm like, oh my god, I want, like, that. No. No. Why? Because I've only been in bad relationships and I think that I'm addicted to the ups, the feeling of the ups and downs. That is fascinating. Why? Because it's just like unstable. Yeah, it's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's interesting. like you're addicted to the unhealthy lifestyle of relationships. But you're well, aware now of I it. know like, yeah, I'm aware of it. And that's good. That but it's like, how do you fix it? Because when almost when it's normal. You don't want, you don't want to When though. there's like a normalcy in a relationship, I get bored. When there's a normal anything, I like pick fights to see if they'll fight back. And if they don't fight back, I just, like, walk all over the people. Like, That's does that make right. sense? Do you go to therapy? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> You're anti or what? I'm not anti. I've just, I think I've never connected to the right therapist when I've gone. They just, like, don't, I don't connect. Like, I believe in, like, emotional healers. And, like, we were talking about this last night at dinner. Like, I believe in emotional before healers. Before we got kicked out. Yeah, before, this was before <laughs> we got kicked out. I really believe in, like, emotional healers and the healing process. And when you go to therapy, it's like you just, like, nosedive into, like, problems. And I feel like you have to get way, way worse before you get any kind of better. And it's, like, traumatic. I mean, I'm in a good place right now. I just feel like... Uh, therapist isn't going to tell me something I already know. I'm so self-aware, and I think that people don't realize that about me. I'm very self-aware. Like, I know I have these problems, but a therapist, what is a therapist going to do? They're going to tell me I have the problems that I already know I have. Well, they might be able to, to talk provide you through tr- the problem. Yeah, you, it's like they give you a toolbox for like, okay, you know that it's not exactly healthy to want extreme highs and lows in a relationship. I mean, I don't go into it wanting that. Right, but you are aware that you're into it. 
that it's something that it makes is a you, thing yeah, for you. It's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> and so they might give you the tools to make your personality be more content with stable relationships and healthy relationships. I just think I always, the other person is also addicted to those things. Right. So it's volatile. So I, my Dr. Drew on one of the teen mom reunions told me my picker is broken. Like I picked the wrong ones, but their pickers must be broken also because we codependent. I'm not codependent. Wait, that's the weird thing is like, I don't want someone in my space. I don't need you to be in my house. I don't want you to sleep with like, I can sleep with you maybe three days a week. Like, in the same bed, but then the other four days, like, go home. Yeah, but you want the highs and lows, and so oh, the does the other person. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. So you guys are both dependent on that vibe. Okay, I see yeah. what you're saying. And so then it's this unhealthy thing, but it's super sexy and can be, like, really great for chemistry. To some degree, yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you want somebody that can, you can have a fair fight, but at the same time, do you want that every week? Like, no, you it gets exhausting. Fight with that person yeah. every week. No, it to some. It's weird because, like, for Lux's dad and I, like, that's how it was, and like, I was okay with it and would still do it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It was just fine. You it just was got like through it. Sexy. Yeah. Like up until the very end. Right. Because it's it got, passion. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I was addicted to that because it was like, okay, you don't know him like I do. Do you know what I'm saying? And so, like, that's kind of how I felt. But then, like. A relationship with Javi was like it was exhausting because I felt like he was maybe worse than me in that sense. And so like I got exhausted of it. I was bored of it. It was I don't know. I can't describe it. I I can see it though. But like when you watch movies, like for example, like no. the notebook. No, I don't <laughs> even like those like movies. No pass. I literally don't even watch those. Do you feel like you yeah. like fall in love with like Oh, even like the when idea? I watch friends. I'm like, oh yeah. No, but like Rachel and Ross, that's me. Oh, okay. Oh, but they are like that. Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah, like Rachel and Ross, that's for are sure. Are you super into Ross? No. He's not my type. <laughs> He's not no. your type. Not at all. But you get the dynamic. Yes. Like, that's my relationship, like, if it was on a TV show. Mm-hmm. And see, I just have to have more of, like, the consistency. I can't do... Obviously, some days you wake up and you just, like, roll over and you're like, I just want to fight with somebody. Like, I feel like that sometimes. Okay, just, so I'm, I'm not the only weird one. No, so, no, I don't think it's weird. So sometimes I do feel like that, and it's like I just haven't fought with somebody in a long time, so, like, I just probably should fight today. But at the same time, I don't want that every day or every week or every month. It's just, like, a thing sometimes. I think that's very relatable. I think a lot of people have this. That's and, just like waking up in a bad mood. <laughs> That's what that is. No. That's what that is. Uh-uh. Yeah. I don't think so. Like, you don't wake up and you're like, I want to fight with someone. You're like, ugh, I'm, like, in a bad mood. It's like, whatever. No, because I don't feel like anything <laughs> made me in a bad mood other than the fact that I just, like, wake up, I might want to fight one day. No, it's like you wake up and you're just in a bad mood. Fine. If Kale thinks she, is I'm that, just in a I bad mood. Say it's like a bad mood because you're like, ugh, I just want to fight with, like... But sometimes I wake up in a bad mood, like, other times and... It's like, oh, I don't want to get up because mm-hmm. it's, you know, 5.45 or 6 o'clock in the morning. Like, I just don't want to get up, but I'm not going to pick a fight. But there are some days that I'll be like... Everything's getting on your nerves. Everything's getting on my nerves, and I just want to fight with somebody. Yeah. I think that's what you have all the time, though, Kim. I don't want to fight people all the time. <laughs> I've been really happy lately. 
Yeah, but like in are relationships. Are you bored though? No, I'm in a really good place. Oh, okay. Yeah. You feel peaceful and yes. fine. Like I don't want to fight. I don't like First of all, I have three baby dads. Like I need to not fight with <laughs> any of them. Enough drama. Like please, please yeah. save the bullshit. I'm over I, it. You know what I mean? So it's like I just need to be like by myself. I don't even know home. how she does that. I don't either. How do you do that? I uh, well, I, don't. I mean like literally the logistics blow my mind. Well, so Joe and I get along so well that I forget he freaking lives there by me. Javier fight with regularly, and then Chris and I don't speak at all. Zero. No. Okay. So it's like working for me right now. It just but I'm works. like good with it because I'm like, I have the whole bed to myself. And my days are so busy right now that I don't like focus on any of that. And where do you want to be in like five years, let's say? And I want, I want to make a million dollars too. by 30. So it's about money. Like well, no, I mean, it's, that's I would just, your goal. Financial security. Financial security, but also like in those five years, like to make that money, I want to write more books. I want to produce a TV show. Like it's like goals within it, but then also money. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like she has like a monetary goal and all the things that she wants to do. Accomplish like, to make that money. Yes. Aside from being a good mom. Like obviously right. love my kids, but Kale outside of being a mom is a million dollars accomplishing things within the million dollars and what about your relationships i don't like, that doesn't even bother you like you don't think about a plan or a goal for that no because i no. think that i've already created so much of a mess with trying to do relationships that right now i can't pour myself into anybody else i pour myself into three kids daily i pour i can't even fill their cups unless i fill my own cup and i don't think adding a fourth person to pour into would be make sense right now. Wow. Does that make sense? Yeah. Too much. Okay. Before I ask the next uh, in my line of inquisition, inquisition. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about how Lindsay is a nut lover. She's basically a nut connoisseur. <laughs> These what do you nuts. love about nuts? <laughs> <laughs> These nuts. It's What's a thing. thing like she nuts? loves the snacking of nuts. I love just the snacking of nuts, and I love like variety flavors of nuts. Like, but why? Like that's... you get sweet and salty. You can get like a Cajun one. You can get like a plain one. Here's if you're the deal, like, plain. The truth is, Lindsay especially loves fistic nuts. Yes, I do. I because especially love them. Packaged really cutely. Yes, cutely? they're packaged. Yeah, they're packaged cutely. really cute, and they're resealable, so you can put them in your car. And it's like you're driving down the road, and you're like, "Ooh, I need a snack," but I'm not stopping there to get one because that'll be like horrible. They're not healthy, so I can just like pull it out, and then I've got <laughs> these nuts. <laughs> but remember when Kale got them in the mail? I was like, "Oh my gosh, somebody's trying to send me a message that I'm, I'm nuts. nuts." Yeah, and then, right. <laughs> and then I didn't get them. She was like. Do you, did you get nuts? And I was like, no. Like, what? And then I got them. Well, I almost sent them to you. You almost she's sent nuts. me the nuts? she's nuts. But no. Um, <laughs> no, because you really like nuts. And I was like, oh, she'll think this is a gift. Who doesn't love nuts? So she was going to trick me and make me feel like she was giving me a gift. But really, like, she's it sending was, you it a been, message. It, it would have been a gift. It really would have been a gift. If you guys want to try these, they're so good. They're called Fistuk Nuts. It's F-I-S-T-U-Q. And it's the perfect snack for your family because if you want something high in protein, but it's also nutritious and it's not garbage that you would usually choose on the go, this is a great alternative because there's different flavors and it's just a really nice healthy snack that you can 
grab on the go, which is kind of like my whole life. It's well, like, moms all for sure. Whole life. Right? Yeah. It's like, okay, let me shove this in your face because it's not garbage. Right. Yes. And it's resealable. <laughs> yep. Right. Resealable. Go to fistuke.com. That's F-I-S-T-U-Q dot com slash coffee and you can try them for yourself and report back and tell us if you love nuts as, as much, much as, as Lindsay <laughs> loves nuts. I just love nuts. <laughs> All right, back to the Inquisition. What about you, Lindsay? Five years from now, where do you see yourself? Well, let's I'll see. Your son will be almost ten. Five oh my years gosh, now. That's, that's a whole decade. It's bonkers. Yeah. Like he'll be almost ten, and I just. I think right now it's just like focus on what I want to do career wise for myself and like be fulfilled that way because I think it's going to help me be the best mom that I possibly can be and just focus on being the best me every day. So do you feel like you want to be on camera? I think just because it's been a part of my life for the past since I guess 2012 yeah. or 2011, 2012, that I think we would both be liars if we said that we didn't want to be a part of it, be a part of it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's kind of nice to have the option not to do it if you don't want to do it, mm-hmm. but you still want the option available to be able to do it. Right. I agree. I can agree with that. So you're both intrigued by... Being not necessarily the cameras, but just the um, industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You like working in the media. I would be mm-hmm. f- love to produce shows, and I would be okay not being on camera if I was producing shows. But I want to produce my ideas. I don't want to produce... I don't want to work for somebody else. Do you feel like... And I'm just going to be an organizing producer for <laughs> Kale. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay's going to bring her label maker. Right, yes. and the laminator. And the laminator. <laughs> Do you feel like whenever you kind of step up in that role of, you know, producing that it's that it's people can respond to that and people see you in that position or you have to convince them? I have to convince them. Yeah. I don't think anyone takes me seriously. Anyone? Really? Mm-hmm. No. Why? Because I had a horrible childhood, so people see me as damaged. That's number one. Number, they're not honest with themselves because if they were honest with themselves, we would be way more alike, like I said earlier. You know what I'm saying? They would realize that. But two, I was on Teen Mom. I was on 16 and Pregnant and Teen Mom, and so they attached Teen Mom to my name and everything, even though it's 10 years later and I'm 25 years old. So I just think that they, I'm, a typical person is not defined by their mistakes, but because I live in the public eye, I am. Wow. When you've, You've been on television and in the public eye for almost you know, 10 years. Yeah, almost a decade. Mm-hmm. Do you, have you watched a, the public change or the media change at all? Or I just think it gets worse. It's gotten worse because I think I started reality TV when social media exploded. Like it really took off. I've had my Twitter, I think, since I started 16 and pregnant. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So it's like weird to think about how much it's evolved. And I think it just gets crazier and more magnified and let's be honest like whenever you get into this business because you were on mtv too you found something else to do that was still kind of 
in the media, but not necessarily like fully into the media. Like you decided to do podcasting, whatever. And it's very hard. I don't care what anyone says. It would be very hard to go into a corporate job and people not place a label on you because you have done reality TV or you have, you know, this whatever you want to call following or I don't even think I have a degree. I do have a degree. I do have a degree, but I don't think I would even get hired in a corporate job at this point. Right. Even I might have all the qualifications, but no one's going to hire me. They're going to Google one thing and a rumor that came up in 2012 is going to come up and I'm not going to get hired. We should do it as like a case study to like set up job interviews (sighs) and to like for us to go to job interviews and see how many times we get hired. That's a brilliant idea. I talk about it a lot, how the, you know, people that watch the shows, and I'm a consumer of reality TV, I love the the shows, but you don't think about the ways that these people are kind of like collateral damage to your entertainment. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, somebody that does, let's say one season of, you know, I come from the real world Road Rules franchise, one season of the real world, if they do something stupid, that's they're, they're, they're defined by that. That's what I'm saying. They're defined by that one stupid thing for the next how many years? They're, mm-hmm. As long as it's Googleable, they might not get that job. And that's weird and terrible. You know what's crazy though? I get so frustrated with you're damned if you're you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't because I really I am the only one on the whole Teen Mom franchise with a bachelor's degree. I'm never going to use my degree and I bought it is what I'm told. But if I didn't get one... Who says that? Oh, all the Twitter trolls that I bought it and that I'm not going to do anything with it. Okay, but on the other hand, if I didn't get it, then I'm lazy and I don't do anything and I don't work. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Damned if you do, damned if you you don't. And now it's like, okay, even if I were to take my degree and go somewhere and try to get a corporate job or do something, I'm not... more likely not going to get the job. You cannot win. No, you can't win. Because There's no as winning. you know, I have a PhD in religious studies mm-hmm. and I tweet stuff all the time and then people will be like, your doctorate's in religion. Like, like it doesn't count. It's not good enough. Right. You can never get, so go get a gonna... real job. But wait, last time I checked, my job brings in real money. So, <laughs> right. That, you know what I mean? Yeah. You it's really like have to be in a like... position where you can let it go. But how do you do that when it's also your brand and identity and that's how you make your money. It's really complicated. It's so complicated. And yes. I just feel like with you guys, it's fascinating to watch you now doing the podcast because you can produce yourselves. You can talk about whatever you want. But there's still probably, I imagine, in the back of your mind, this idea of like, but what, how does it affect, you know, how people perceive me? My future, Isn't that always my... in the back of your mind? Like one little thing that we say could be blown up into something and turn into something else. Like for example, when we talked about freezing eggs, all of a sudden we were like, "What Kale did people say?" To, Kale was going to the sperm bank, and I don't know what somebody said about me. No, I, I was in some kind of article about something about freezing eggs. I mean, I would go eggs. to a sperm bank though. But the whole point is, is like it was one <laughs> small statement. <laughs> I'm not freezing eggs, but they made it seem like I was. Kale's freezing her eggs, everybody. And it was like, (laughs) it was my idea. It was. And then Kale was like all of a sudden freezing her eggs. I never said that. But that's all it takes, right? Yeah. And then that's the path you're on or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm the person that, you know, every year you go have an annual appointment 
And I'm the person that's sitting in the doctor's office last week on Friday asking my doctor, you know, I'm 28 years old. Did you ask him if you could freeze your eggs? Yeah. What did they say? You didn't she, say this She earlier. said, because I just went on Friday, so we haven't, like, even talked so about it. So what did she say? Are she you going to freeze them or not? Yes or no? She said, everything with your fertility, like, in my eyes, looks fine and is optimal. So she There's said no until... Reason you were like 31 years old, I wouldn't even test you to see like where your egg production was. So like, it's not even like a thing right now. Okay. But that's a crazy thing. Like you wouldn't even ask that probably to somebody, but yeah, I'm in the doctor's office actually asking that because I'm a planner, you know, it's like, I need to plan ahead. Let me ask you this. And you're thinking about the future and I'm wondering about the past. If you could go back what would you change? Would you go on the shows? I would go on the shows and probably do everything differently. What would you do? I wouldn't have ever put my relationships on there. Do you think that then they wouldn't want you to have been on? I mean, I think they would have had me and Joe on because obviously we had Isaac. I think any relationship after that, if I knew then what I know now, I would have hid them. Any relationship I was in, I would hide them. Because it's not only just, like, twisting things and, like, having mistakes and relationship problems on the show, but it's also, like, people use you to be on TV. Mm -hmm. So I would just hide the relationship for years and years and years. I don't know that I would necessarily change anything because I really do think that everything happens for a reason, and that's why I'm here. So I don't necessarily know that I would change anything. Do I wish things were different? Maybe, but that's in the past. So yeah, I don't like harp on the. I don't have yeah. like reg- like it's just constant like it, it's regret. It but if I yeah, like I don't think about it. But if I were to go back, I would. Right, but not. I think anybody could say that. Like no matter if you're on TV or if you know you're working in the corporate world and it's like you're climbing a corporate ladder and it's a lot of people probably look back and should I have made a lateral move or should I have like stayed in that job? You know, I think any person kind of goes through that a little bit with their life, not just people who are on reality TV. Mm-hmm. Yours is just more public. public. Yeah. 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 All right. No further questions. You're off the hook. Cool. How do you feel? Do you feel cleansed? Like you were at therapy? Yeah. yeah this kind is like of. a therapy session for sure. Really? Yeah. Dr. Seuss. Maybe, maybe we should do like a once a month therapy session with Dr. Seuss. <laughs> See, it's cleansing. Yeah. I feel like my soul is like intact. Yeah. <laughs> We can write a book about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, your audience really loves you guys and probably is curious they about They want to know the more personal things, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. If you guys would like to know more personal things, let about us know. Tweet us. Leave us a five star rating with your comments. Yeah. Leave it in the comments and we'll, we'll read, read them. them. Yes. That's a good way to read them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What good, do you guys want to know? Just put in the comments, like, if you like the show, what episodes have been your favorite. Just let us know what the content is that you want to hear, more about our personal life, more about specific topics. Just let us know. Put it in the comments. We'll read them and definitely take it into consideration. Okay, bye, guys. Bye.